Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio season nine. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Okay, so am I in St. Bart's? The best part about social media, and frankly, TikTok in particular, is what they call citizens journalism. So the best thing about social media, the best slash worst thing about social media is citizens journalism. So what is this? You see these people, they're reporting on different things. They're, they're, they're just civilians. But by the way, what are reporters? They're people who just are curious and they're writing about things with different information that they compile. And the thing is that when I was coming up in the entertainment industry, there used to be sources. And it wasn't always sources say. By the way, if you ever hear a source close to the Kardashians, a source close to the housewives, a source close to anyone, it's their publicist who spoke to them or the mom or it, it's never there's never a source like it's just it doesn't exist so I don't know why people don't just stop that like this is like this is coming from Chris Jenner going through IDPR or this is coming through Jill Fritzo Bethany's publicist going through like you know it's not there's not a source there's not someone like doing my makeup who is an insider you know and so that's a scam but let's just move on from that so certain publications actually have some vetting process. Like if you do something on the Wall Street Journal or the New York Times, they can't just write something. They can't just write something. And I don't even think that their online component will either. But certainly in print, they don't just write something. Online either. I didn't mean online. Online they definitely don't either. But meaning if like the New York Times tweets something, yes, it's got to be vetted. They would never ever post something in the Wall Street Journal or the Washington Post or the New York Times 
But people, but everyone thinks that all the glossies are the same. So OK Magazine, In Touch, Even Us Weekly, all of them, sources say. And they don't have to go vet the source. New York Post, a source said. They don't have to really go vet it. And sometimes they need someone on the record. They don't need any of that. People Magazine likes to have two good sources, like that they really have vetted. So the thing about the citizen's journalism is it's great, but it's kind of like a mashup of what other people are saying. It's a regurgitation. I remember years ago that it was said in the media and printed that I had dated A-Rod. I had never met A-Rod, okay? I had dated the situation. I had never met the situation. So I always, it's really dangerous. I remember years ago, there was something that said Justin Bieber had gotten a girl pregnant. And it was like, he probably had to live through that for a couple weeks in the media and it wasn't fun. And it wasn't true. Jennifer Aniston's been pregnant 19 times if you read these magazines. And it isn't true. So it's not really like, it's not right and it's not fair. And the person has to live through that for a while. I mean, the pendulum is always swinging. In the beginning, everyone felt for Amber Heard. And not Johnny Depp, because in the beginning it was that he, you know, physically abused her. You didn't have two sides to the story. So it's a dangerous game that things are very damaging until the real thing comes out. And then sometimes it's just stupid and it doesn't matter. Uh, And I guess you can use it to your advantage. So it came out last week on the Real Housewives blogs and all over social media and TikTok from citizens journalists that I was on the plane to St. Bart's. And there was a person behind Ramona in a post of Ramona's. Behind her on the plane, you see somebody in glasses, maybe aviators, and a hat. And I do often wear a hat and glasses. So it went, everyone started saying that I was there, that I was going to St. Bart's. And I didn't correct immediately because I was watching what was happening because I wanted to see how far this stupid thing could go when people just don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. It's a great story. I come to surprise everybody in St. Bart's. Um, Jill Zarin would love that story to be true. She was probably loving loving it. But in fairness to Jill, I was loving it too. I thought it was really funny to be reading about this. And then one person posted a picture of a fork as a joke saying, I think I don't think they were joking, but saying they see a reflection of me in this fork. I mean, I'm sure it was a joke, but it's really funny. So I am not in St. Bart's. I did not go to St. Bart's. Um, I did, but I do. And I think it's so funny that I'm, I'm so flattered, by the way. I'm so flattered that I'm still part of this conversation. Like, I really, really am. I have to thank you all and people that write this stuff that really want me to be there that I'm just actually genuinely flattered. Like, thank you for, I was only there. I've been there for, I think, fewer than half the seasons that it's existed. And I love that I'm someone that people really just think of as part of it. And I don't know that I missed. It's really, really nice. So no, I did not go. And I was asked by somebody yesterday, I was asked by Chris Harrison if I miss it. And it's different than him missing The Bachelor because there's some control and structure. I was watching um, Jersey last night because I was watching for a Rewives episode. And I was thinking when you're there, you could even be enjoying a whole season. You could be enjoying yourself and talking and having fun. And you don't know how trashed you're being from other people. And sometimes it's warranted. You're being trashed because something happened. Sometimes you didn't invite someone somewhere. You said something you shouldn't have said. You did something. There was an article about you. You're not, you're this, you're a bad wife. You're a bad parent. You're broke. You're cheating, whatever it is. Sometimes people have other reasons that they just want to trash you. Maybe they're jealous. Maybe you're getting paid more than them. Maybe they just want to take you down. I've had people come on and think I'm going to be the one to take her down and, you know, stronger women than the ones who have tried. Well, no, strong women have died trying to take me down on that show. But you don't I don't really want to go into an environment where 
you know, someone's always gunning for you. And it doesn't mean everyone because there are alliances, but someone's always gunning for someone else. So that's one of the reasons. And then living it out in the press, something that doesn't matter to you about someone that doesn't matter to you. And then you have to like fight with them or not fight with them or be talked about or cringe every time you see that they're talking about you. And when you leave, you don't have that. And you don't have that on other shows. You don't really have that as much on Sex and the City. There's some Carrie Bradshaw and Samantha drama that is off camera, but it's not rampant. They're not both running around talking about it all the time. And it's really just gross and you just cringe. And once you're off there, you're just not part of that conversation. Like Ramona's not running around talking about me. She might be right now on that trip, which is annoying because I definitely don't want to be part of that trip and I'm not being paid to be part of that trip. But overall, I'm not part of the vernacular because I'm not part of the drama that happened, which I like. And then you don't want to be thinking about this thing for all these months that you're not being paid to film. So while the girls get paid a good amount of money, they get paid for episodes that air. So let's say they're filming for four months and let's say someone has agreed to 20,000, 25,000 an episode. Thoughts and prayers for that person to do that for that money. But okay. And then they do 15 episodes. They're not being paid for the week they the week they do of press. They're not being paid for the four for the four weeks they do to lead up of press. They're not being paid for the social media they're doing. They're not being paid for the blogging they're doing. They're not being paid for all of the things that they're doing year round to support the show. So they really don't get paid that much considering what they have to do and experience and endure year round. It is a year round endurance project, right? Every single person on Vanderpump Rules, even though they're on top of the world right now, is working right now, even though they're not being paid to work right now. This is not, you know, when they're shooting or it's airing. So that's why when I say it's not like pounding my own chest, I'm sure there's a number I always say. It's a very high number to go do that. because And people always say, why don't you do one scene? Why? One scene for me means they market it as if I was in every scene. So you got to be smart. And I think that horse has left the barn, but I love being part of the conversation. I am not in St. Bart's. And... God bless them for being paid $100,000 each to be there because they're going to live it for six months. But they might like that. It's relevance even if it's not positive relevance in some cases. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Kathy Hilton is not returning to Beverly Hills after two seasons of A Friend Of. This is meaty. This is juicy. This will be three sides to every story. So I have not spoken to Kathy about this. If I did speak to Kathy about it, she would say either it was too stressful or she was too stressful on, or it was too stressful on her family or Paris and Nikki really didn't want her to do it. But I know she wanted to do it. I know Kathy loved doing it. I know Kathy loved the platform. So this is interesting because Kyle is the newest reigning queen of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So maybe Kyle really didn't want to go back if Kathy was going to be on, or maybe it caused too many problems for her and her family. But this is interesting because I know, I know Kathy liked doing it, and I know she wanted to do it. I don't know that from last week, but I know from, I just know. I know I said to her, what the hell are you doing this for? Why are you doing this? You're wealthy, you're married, your kids are grown, etc. Why? So this is an interesting one that you guys will have to do a deeper dive because I know you are citizens, journalists, and you will figure it out because I would never call her and ask. And if I did call her and ask and she told me, I would not tell you because I never, ever divulge 
any sort of secret. So that's why I feel comfortable talking about it because I know what I know and I know what I think. But if I called her and she told me exactly what the deal was, if I called her and told her and she told me exactly what the deal was and not to say anything, I wouldn't say anything. What the hell is, why is this guy Louie all anybody talks about? Like, Usually there's smoke, there's fire. It was the, it was Brooks years ago on the, uh, with Vicky Gumbelson, and that was, you know, there was fire there. What the hell is going on with this guy, Louie, and restraining orders and lawsuits? And, like, there's a lot going on, a lot of mishigas with this guy. And I think he seems fun, and I think she's in love with him, and I met him, and he was nice, which means nothing because I don't know anything. And I don't really know Teresa. I talked to Teresa for, like, 10 minutes twice in a row, and we're, like, Instagram message friends and you know we're both on Bravo and have a respect for each other and I put her on my Rushmore of Housewives friends but I don't know her so I certainly don't know him what the hell with this guy what is this what's going on like I don't like this I don't like this how could so many people have so much against him and he's jumping in TikToks and he's super into it he's dancing with Melania and Teresa and I kind of love it like it's fun and watching them dance why was he accused of buying fake bracelets for all the kids for Christmas the boxes were fake like what is going on with this guy somebody fucking tell me I don't understand I don't watch so I don't know and if I watch I'll be like knee deep and I I, I don't know I just I've got, I just don't know I need to know what the hell is going on with this guy Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.